0: This episode of Tend Her Wild is being sponsored by Revival in downtown Iowa City. Revival is a woman-owned apparel and clothing store for women with a curated selection of new and used vintage clothing. A place where a group of badass ladies can help you own your own personal expression no matter the budget. Revival is independently owned and operated by Sheila Davison, who is a fierce advocate for women's health rights. We love you, Sheila. Inspired by the question we ask each of our guests, we partnered with local jewelry designer Maid Community to create a special earring design called the Door Collection. You can find these pieces in store or online at Revival, Iowa City this season. Which door did you go through to become a wild woman?
1: You can wear the earrings that match that. Who were you before you lost your wild self? That's what we're helping you explore on the Tend Her Wild podcast your questions and tools around how best to listen to your inner voice, rewild ourselves, and live the most authentic life where we thrive instead of survive. I'm Betsy. And I'm Kate. And we're so glad you've joined us for this episode. Hi, Tantor Wild podcast listeners. In today's episode, we're going to talk about moving on. If you remember at the very start of this podcast, and really the birthplace of this podcast. Yeah, the, birth, the birth country. The birth country was an adventure Kate and I took almost exactly a year ago to Iceland. I taught a yoga retreat there and Kate was along and the theme of the retreat was rewilding because Iceland was such a wild country. And it was really um, on this retreat, I sat next to Kate a lot on the bus, mm-hmm. that we talked more about, We've, we should really do a podcast. We've been talking about it for a long time, but I think it kind of came into more clarity on that trip, wouldn't you say?
0: I would. And we also... There was an excitement, you know, as you spend time away from and out of your normal patterns, there was a boldness about that country. Yes. But I left emboldened. You
1: did leave emboldened. So we both left emboldened and made, you know, I made kind of a big jump shortly after that Iceland trip in terms of my relationship. And you had an incident on this trip, which I believe we talked about in that episode on Iceland, where um, a little girl who happened to be the daughter of the people who own this retreat gave you a picture. Yeah. We were doing a hypnosis session on listening to your heart. Mm-hmm. And she gave you a picture. Tell us about oh. the picture. Remind us about the picture, Kate.
0: Well, I was in I was in kind of turmoil about making a decision about my job. And so that was the focus of this for me for this hypnosis and yeah feeling very divided. And I was trying to process that during this whole week. Like, is now the time? When's the time? Am I ready? Is this what I want? What do I want? And at the end, this little girl who'd quietly been coloring in the corner just walked up to me with a white piece of paper, and there was a red line down the middle. Mm. I think I still have it. I'll find it. Red line down the middle. And on one side, there was nothing and then the other side, there were like seven hearts. Mm. And it was the most, I just kind of stood there stunned. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. I was like, oh my gosh. What this, it just was like this clear moment. And to think what, you know, having a little girl kind of deliver that to me mm-hmm. and remembering what is it, you know, who Super are you? Super intuitive. Yes.
1: Wild, free little girl. Yes.
0: And it was it was like she was handing me clarity on a yeah. piece of paper. And it really got me. You do have to find it and if you can take a picture we should yep.
1: put it in these show notes. But I'm what I'm curious about now because the big reveal that we're doing in this podcast <laughs> is that Kate is officially leaving her job and moving to new things. We're going to talk more about this, but she put seven hearts on the mm-hmm. one side. And so I'm curious about what seven aspects of your new life, your new mm. job are going to come forth. Yeah, I didn't think about, I that. know it just came through. Yeah. So we'll see. So, yeah, so Kate just uh, broke up with her job and she was feeling rumblings of that in Iceland. And so As a confidant of hers, I've um, sat with you in this last year um, as you've been really wrestling with um, the difficulty of this and the challenges and all the feels that went along with it. So we're going to spend a little time today
0: talking about this. We, are. Um, <laughs> we, we are, are, she says, yep, here we yeah. are. <laughs> I feel a huge sense of release today, relief, release, like just it, it feels really good to have made a decision when you've sat in indecision for so long.
1: How long would you say oh. you sat in indecision? Because I think this is important because so many of us feel stuck in indecision for a very long time.
0: Probably about a year and a half, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really big a year ago when we were in Iceland. That was um, that was my focus for myself. I knew going on that trip was time for me to reflect and really process where I was and what I wanted. Um, but it there was months leading up to that where I was starting to feel the itch. And I think, f- you know, I have coached women for years around careers. And making transitions and changing. I've changed my own career several times. So this is not foreign to me to make a move, but I had kind of reached, you know, the CEO level. I had felt very um, like I'd reached this pinnacle of what I felt like I was supposed to want in a career. And um, I loved managing people. That was my, that's my favorite part of that job and being with people and developing people, not managing, developing people and, watching others grow and helping them be their best selves. So that part all felt really good. But um, I really was sensing like the rest of the work. I was just, I I kind of felt like I'd achieved what I wanted to achieve. Mm. And so I think what I would say is, you know, it's a lot easier to leave something if you feel it's a toxic culture and it's harming you and you can't get out of bed in the morning and you don't want to go to work. Those breakups, mm, just like a relationship, mm-hmm. right? are you know everything is screaming at you that it's not working. The harder, nuanced way is if it just doesn't feel like you anymore. Yes, and I that's love where, that yeah. distinction, yeah, and so that's where I was, and i I wrestled with, well, why doesn't it feel like me? How do I make it feel more like me? How do I just rearrange what I'm focusing on? How do I? It's a good job. And I finally got the CEO position. And I I should should be grateful. Right. I should be grateful. Yeah.
1: You're right. It is a nuanced decision.
0: So the last year has been me slowly breaking up. (laughs) Yeah. This last year
1: has been you really wrestling with this. And can you give us a little bit of an insider peek at? how hard this was, because I think what we're trying to always relay in this podcast is, you know, authenticity and just, you know, trying to speak some truth. Mm -hmm. And I know it was a really hard path. Like it was two steps forward and three steps back. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you were really wrestling with doubt. And will you just take us through maybe some of your darker (laughs) moments just to, I was create that foundation for people
0: to realize that yeah, these things are hard. They are hard, and um, here I here I've been talking about rewilding, and we've been talking with all these amazing women about how they've taken their own path and followed their heart, which has become a very big um, focus for me is to really reconnect with my heart because my mind was like. What are you doing? Why would you leave Why this good leave? job? What are you thinking? Good people, yes. good scenario. Why? Why? And so it was a battle between my mind and my heart. And some days my heart would win and I'd walk in here like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then other days my mind would say, you're not ready for this. This is ridiculous. What are you doing? What so will people think this is, would be yeah. silly, crazy for me to leave this. Yeah. And so the, you know, really delving into what do I want? You know, what's, um, I turned 50, which is a real landmark, you know, birthday when you start to think it feels like crossing over somehow, mm-hmm. um, crossing the 50 yard line. Um, and so I think that was a, a big factor in really thinking if I, if you don't do this now, you're not likely to do it. And, Um, talking about, you know, the greatest regrets people have is often what they don't do. Yeah. Um, and, and then just literally walking the walk. Right. Yeah. Because where was your tipping point? Because I mean, I think that's
1: the path, like you were forward and back and forward and back and heart head, heart head, different day, feel different things. Did it all, was there a tipping point? Was there like a divine timing moment? Because I think people that are stuck in indecision know this well. I know this well, the back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth. And then was there a day or a moment or was it just a matter of time when you were able to finally make the decision?
0: I think that I, well, I'm not a patient person by nature. So I kept wanting it to be clear and obvious and that's where i just kept wrestling with it because it wasn't clear and obvious until about august of this year and it all i can say it really was a moment it was a moment it was a moment Uh, it was a day it was it was it was all of a sudden clear okay and i don't know that i can tell you exactly even where i was I remember telling my husband and he's like, of course, like I've been waiting for this. I knew this was coming. Of course, he knew how I was wrestling with it. Um, We've talked before about kind of a hand on the back where you Mm -hmm. just feel the push. Mm -hmm. And and then I was able to tell a very important person in my career that that I was making this decision And once I was able to verbalize it to her, Mm,
1: that started the energy flowing, energy shifted. Yeah.
0: And then telling my staff and then telling my board and then telling the public. And what's happened to me in the course of all of these tells is this huge relief and a Mm. peace in my body.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Tell me about the peace in your body. For a year, yeah,
0: for a year, I've had this angst of like, you know, my in my stomach and like, oh, you know, just tense about it. And now I just have a, this relief uh, about it. When I talk about it, I feel very calm. I feel very clear. And that's how I know it's right. Because I no longer feel the tension. It's just not there anymore. And so it really is an energy shift, I think. Um, and I mean, it feels like a, it felt like a long time coming, but I also think there is such thing as divine timing. And then for me, this, this feels like also, as I look at like the bigger picture, this is the right time. Yeah. Do you think, uh, I'm curious
1: that for all of us, there are those divine pushes, those little like those moments of just knowing clarity, I have to do this, it's scary, but I have to make the leap. Um,
0: do you think that happens for everyone or do you think it's? Well, oh, I think that it, it's happening. I just don't know that we're tuned into it. Mm, okay. I think a lot of it has to do with just being conscious and aware. Conscious, And, and, I, and I do feel like I was, I was talking to myself like, you will know, you will know. And I was, and you did know, and I did, you did know, you knew knew. there was a day, there was a day. And, um, and so there's, there is an element of tuning in and being patient, but also, um, I think envisioning and understanding what you desire, which we talk a lot in, you know, how women tend to not connect with our hearts and what we desire. We are up in our heads like, what does everyone think I should do? What do you think? What yeah, will we, they say? We, well, you know? we worry
1: about how it's going to affect everyone else and yes. not really.
0: And I did that for probably half a year. But as soon as I kind of started moving it down into my heart and what, what do I want it to look like? What is what is my next venture? What How will it look? How will it feel? And I started to let myself dream about it mm. and desire it.
1: I, I love think that, it dreaming really, and desiring. How did you get down into your heart? Because for some people, they might be like, what is she talking about? What was your practice or your process of getting into your heart and then allowing yourself to dream a new future into
0: reality? A lot of it was writing. A lot of writing, journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, starting to explore. Like I would look at people I admired, Things that they were doing, people I followed, people that I was drawn to to try to understand why does this, why do I continue to listen to this? Mm. What is this person offering me? What, you know, what is it about this book? Um, Revisiting some books that I love, um, The Gifts of Imperfection and this idea that, because for me, I was like, I've got to get it all figured out before I do it. Yeah.
1: That's so common. It is. If I can figure out every possible thing that could go right or wrong, yeah. then I will know that I can take the leap, which is the leap is inherently like you're going into the unknown. You can't have it all figured out. Yeah. But God, we
0: try, don't we? I, I don't know if you know this, but last May, when we were in Costa Rica, I bought my husband a book in that little, book, little bookstore. bookstore. Yeah. and. I was looking for a book, and I just gra- gravitated toward this book. And it was it was um, someone on diving off a cliff, and it's, and I think the title is "When You're at the Cliff, Dive, mm. Not Jump, Dive, Dive." And <laughs> I got home, and I was like giving everyone a little gift, and I was like, "And this is what I got for you." And he's like, "Did you get this for me or you?" <laughs> <laughs> right, because really. Oh,
1: that's interesting. It was, a, it was about. It was me. still at that point you weren't really able to own that. You mm. you were kind of projecting it towards yes, him. yes. But that book was really for you. Yeah, so did you read it, it? And
0: yeah, yeah. So and it is about you know, you you just sometimes in life, you have to have the surrender and trust, and yeah. and you just have to go for you it have and to go for it, and and the that has been this whole impatience and surrender for me are like the, the battle of the heart and the head Yeah, that I've under, you know, continue to, you know, on a daily basis I, I deal with. Um, but I find so much more joy and like good things when I am able to just surrender and know that the next right connection, the next right relationship, the next right friendship or professional connection will just it appear. Comes. It really does. Yeah. And it, it 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 does yeah. and and then the the energy of things started to shift for me and it and it just became so clear don't you
1: wish that in our darkest moments when we really are in doubt and fear and this will never work out why would i leave this this is ridiculous of me that we could be reminded of that like it took you almost a full year and a half to get there and i know there were lots of dark periods mm-hmm. um but yet yeah, there is that deeper truth of like it there is a right timing, Mm -hmm. the right person does show up, the right things do fall into your lap. Can we trust the process of our own life instead of resist or hold back or stay stuck or remain in fear? But I like the telling of this story because it also highlights our need for patience. Mm -hmm. You didn't make this decision overnight, you spent a lot of time in mindful contemplation, going into your body, listening to your heart, reading, journaling, writing, talking about it with people that you trusted. Mm-hmm. So sometimes these big shifts, these big leaps that we have to, or dives we have to take, it does take some preparation. And I really want to honor your process in that, that you really Thank you. put in your time. So that when the nudge came, you could hear it. So maybe that's it. The nudges I mean, do lesson. come, but you sort of put in your time and your conscious awareness into what was unfolding for you, so that when it came, you were you were ready. You were waiting for it in a way for it to come.
0: I, I was. It's like my my head, in some ways, knew it it, it was coming. Your my heart, heart knew. My, yeah, your my heart, heart knew. My head was your like, head already
1: thought it yeah. had it all figured out. Yes. Yeah. Or I had to. Or you should have done it three months ago. Isn't it funny? Our heads tell us you should do it now. And the heart is like, just be patient. Might take another couple months or a couple years, but it'll happen in due time.
0: So, yes, I think it very much is just being mindful and tuning in and, and trusting, you know, that's trust for me has been huge in this. Um, have you been surprised at
1: um, people's response to it? Because I know that was also a piece that all of us worry about. Like, well, what will people think? Or, you know, I don't want to let people down. And I know that was a concern for you because as women, we are very collectivist. We, we really care about our connections and our relationships. Have you been surprised at how people have reacted to it?
0: I mean, people have been very supportive, but I've, I've been struck by how many women have reached out. And then said, "Can we go get coffee?" <laughs> ah. So I, I, sometimes I'm taking that to mean that there's a lot of people that are wrestling maybe with what's next because yeah. you know my next venture is really to help. help That's people. what I wanted yeah. to have
1: you talk about as well. Yeah. yeah so, so what
0: is your next venture? Yeah, Where are you? So you've left I'm, this big
1: CEO job mm-hmm. and you're heading into the gray unknown. What are you? What are you doing?
0: So I am going to be coaching and consulting. Full time, um, at Kate Moreland Coaching, and um, do you have a website. I do. Well, yes, I'm. It's a little under construction, okay. but I'm. I'm. i we'll will put it in the show Hopefully notes. Hopefully, it'll Kate. be ready when this launches. <laughs> I will be helping individuals, organizations, and communities, um, around the i the issues of well being and 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 supporting um sorting people in in transitions because. Right now, our whole world is kind of in a transitional phase. I feel, I always say, and what you'll see on my website is that, you know, communities are only as well as the people and organizations that are inside them. Mm. So it really does start with the individual work. So whether that's helping leaders um, with individual work, coaching, and helping them with their own individual work so they can be better leaders, um, helping, you know, women, um, Trust themselves again. Obviously, I was a divorce lawyer for a while. Um, There's so many women going through changes in relationships right now. Um, And then there's a lot of organizations that don't know how to help their people. So supporting organizations and thinking on how can they bring more resources and connect people to um, support so that they can be the type of employees that are going to help In the next evolution Mm -hmm. of the company or the business and, and feel fulfilled at work. So, so yeah, it's going to be, I mean, it sounds, it sounds really big, but it's really going to be one person at a time. And that's the joy in this for me is it becomes very relational. And this is a move for me that is very, um, it's going to change my day to day and feel more purposeful and intentional because I'll be kind of choosing the projects that I help with. Yep. And there's a lot of power in that, um, which is funny because I'm leaving a very big job where it felt like I should feel all this, you know, power behind it and influence. But I actually feel like on this micro level, it will feel Mm. bigger.
1: Well, what I'm so excited about is I know how much you have been committed and interested in well-being, that you've been taking courses and you've been studying this and you've been really um, so curious about helping people's well-being, mental well-being, physical well-being and how at times you felt split in two and that's the the wild woman uh, this is a part of this no, idea that it's in the book that like the wild woman like is is moving towards wholeness but one of the signs that she is Uh, disrupted from her inner wild is that she feels split in two Mm -hmm. right and I and I watched you like running this organization and doing amazing but feeling like ah but I'm not really able to bring well-being in in the way I want to or help focus on the topics I want to help people with and so I felt that split in you and so when you said since you made this decision you just feel your whole body relax it's like oh you don't have to be split anymore right you just get to be whole
0: i i talked with my own coach about like the beach balls i feel like i've been holding two beach balls mm. and if i hold them too tight and press them together i'm going to lose one yeah and if i release them in any way i'm going to lose them so i was like fine i've been holding this perfect tension yeah and all of a sudden i just feel like i have one oh, <laughs> ball i only have to deal with yes, one ball it feels complete and whole and manageable um and that yeah so that feels really good it's it's that's kind of where i'm at yeah so if people are curious
1: about working with you and i will say as your colleague and friend um some of the qualities that I admire most in you are this capacity to thunder after injustice, this capacity to really, uh, find clarity on what's important and really honing in on like a forward movement, a plan. Um, I think you bring so beautifully your law degree now into well being and mental health, and like how do we weave these two things together? So I just see you have this great capacity to move people and inspire people. Thank you. Um, so if someone
0: is drawn to work with you, yeah. tell us about how they might do that. They can reach out on Instagram. Kate Moreland this is my handle on Instagram, Kate Moreland Coaching. Um, or Cape dot com and send me a note, um, schedule a time to talk about what you're looking to accomplish or, or change or transition into or, uh, and see if we're a good fit because a lot of this is finding, you know, someone that's a good fit. It's not unlike being a lawyer. I would always tell people it's a mutual relationship. You have to feel that connection. And so, um, yeah, hopefully, um, if you're in that space or you, you're, yearning for more and, and want to talk through that, I'd be happy to talk with you and see if we're a good fit. Mm. I'm proud of you, Kate Moreland, for Thank making you. the leap, taking
1: the dive. Thank you. It feels very authentic. It's very inspiring. And um, I think when we see other people who are courageously on the ledge and they dive in, then it gives us a little nudge to yeah. do the same in whatever era of our life we need to make a shift in. So thank you for being an example.
0: Thank you. And I want to thank all the women we've interviewed in this podcast Mm. because the threads that we've witnessed and heard about and, and come to understand have been inspirations to me to be authentically who you are and follow your, your dreams and, and be um, authentically you. And so um, this process of using my own voice But also listening in the last eight months has given me the courage to to do this. It's beautiful. Watch out,
1: world. Kate's going to get even (laughs) more wild than she's already been. That's right. Thank you, Kate. Have you been inspired by Tend Her Wild? Well, Kate and I would love to meet you live and in person for a rewilding yoga, meditation, and healing retreat in one of our favorite places, Nosara, Costa Rica, May 20 to 27. If you're interested in getting away and doing some deep transformative work with us, check out our show notes for how you can sign up.
0: Come rewild with us in Costa Rica. And now the amazing singer-songwriter Lissy Morris with Wild West. Thanks for joining us
1: today. If you like this
0: podcast,
1: please subscribe, rate, and review. Come back and rewild with us again next week.